Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, hey, welcome to Tuesday. Now, most people wait for Christmas lunch to get the family disputes going. But Christmas is causing a divide in Dom's family two months out. Well, that's it, Zach. I put some Christmas lights up over the uh, the weekend, my first lot. Because if you want to put lights up, I reckon you've got to do it in November. It's always been my theory. Mm -hmm. The problem is... rule 46 in Dom's (laughs) list of Christmas rules. If you keep listening, you'll hear them all. There's a very distinct way you have to celebrate Christmas. It's not a distinct way. You can put them up whenever you want. I'm just saying, if you want to have lights up throughout December, it takes a few weekends I'd to I'd like get them to up. have mine up all around the year. Is that okay? No, that's not okay. Ah, uh, so there is a rule. Well, as long as they're not turned on, you can get away with it. But they're not... Because of December 29 or April the 15th, those aren't Christmas lights. Those are lights. Well, it's got Santa. <laughs> doesn't it? Sometimes. Anyway, the point is... I put some Christmas lights up, and my brother and his wife are not happy about the Christmas lights I've put up. Mm. They were away while I was putting them up. They've come back and they've seen these lights. Did you go for the racist display? Did you? <laughs> I advised you against that. <laughs> this is meant to be a time of cheer and goodwill. I don't goodwill. even know what a racist Christmas... I don't even want to think what that would be. That's why I was surprised when you came to me with it. So where did you get that? <laughs> yeah, well. you got to return that, and I think you need to report the store. <laughs> No, no, no. It's not a racist Christmas light display. Well, I just can't imagine why they'd be upset about Christmas lights. I'll explain why. Um, a more uh, innocent reason than racism. Okay, that's good. I'm glad we can cross that off. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom's exhausted. Yeah. You've been on the hunt for caramel, but you can't find it. Where the hell is this chocolate? Where the hell are they hiding it? I don't understand it. It's the best chocolate that's ever existed. And for some reason, Cadbury, Mm. who you would think by this stage of their existence as a company, would have figured out supply and demand. You'd think so. Can't seem to make enough of this chocolate. What happens when you walk into the supermarket? What do you see? So uh, every time I walk through the doors of a Coles or a Woolies, and today I did go hunting, two Coles, three Woolies, one IGA. When you walk in the doors, you're hopeful. Mm. Go to the confectionery aisle and you instantly because it's a bit different to the other Cadbury blocks in terms of its colouring so instantly you're looking for a sign of caramel but always there's just one section there in the chocolate blocks which is just empty it's yeah gone it's just you'll see you know those boxes they come in like the small pallets they come in you'll see them there just nothing there just nothing it's like the Bermuda Triangle yeah in the middle of the confectionery aisle just absence the blocks go there and they're missing within (laughs) How quickly? I don't know. Who knows? I've been looking for a block of caramel because when this new run started about a month or two ago, I went nuts and early supply was pretty good. The last week though, maybe two, I think it's just disappeared. I've not seen one block in two weeks. Mm. And in those two weeks, I should mention all up, I would have checked probably 15 to 20 different supermarkets. 13, 10, 60. Caramel sightings. Where have you seen it? Where have you seen it? Because I, Where can I, we go to get our hands on it? I mean, this isn't just me who wants to know. No. Naturally. A lot of people want to know. The danger, of course, with broadcasting this on the radio is They that, might be swamped. Oh, we might cause an influx, you know, to hit, I don't know, Coles, Parramatta or something. Suddenly you're going to have thousands of hordes swarming. Well, there. so often the radio does traffic reports. Yeah. But who cares? Um, yeah, who cares exactly. what's happening with the traffic? Mm. Tell us where the caramel is that and tell be, us now. You know, on the news, they do the finance update. Mm. They should then cut to like someone at Coles with mm. a caramel update. Where is it? Where is it not? That's, mm. that's what people want to know because uh, who knows? They keep, they keep bloody saying it's limited edition Cadbury. I don't know why. 
People want it. Keep it for good. Yeah. But so I'm getting a bit mad. Yeah, but, I think because they're afraid that you'll get sick of it. Uh, no, I won't. So I think that's generally why they like things being limited why edition. Why I get sick of dairy milk? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. The point is they keep making this limited edition and that means I don't know when it's about to disappear for good. I just want caramel 131060. If you've seen it in the past week or two anywhere, please tell us. Sean, where have you seen the caramel? Yeah, down at Dinside uh, Rainbow IGA, mate. Okay. How much was there? Uh, it was literally easy, easy, 20 to 50 blocks. 20 to 50 blocks. How, lo- how long ago? Uh, that was today, mate. That would have, they would have had to put it out fresh, I reckon. Yeah. That's a fresh palette drop. I'm not sure when they close that IGA, but I'd be ready for the, the hordes. See, what out. I'm thinking, you mentioned earlier, you only went to one IGA. Mm. I'm thinking the IGAs are the way to go. Why? Because I feel like a lot of them are local mm. franchises. That's true. So I feel like the supply lines might be a bit longer to get to them. Right. So, so they're getting Coles a and month Woolworths ago. would run out. IGA. And also they're kind of smaller. You might get lucky. Different you might find lists, a different thing yeah. there. That's true. Uh, Tarina, however, she's uh, found one at one of the big ones. One at Woolies. Is this right? Yeah. Well, oh, where was a bit it? Out of breath, Tarina. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, you just startled me. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I thought you might be on the run. <laughs> Woolies might have heard you broadcasting this no, information. No, Woolworths in Kempsey. How long ago and how many? Um, that would have been probably an hour ago when wow. I was finishing. <laughs> do you work at Woolies, do you? I do. And, and oh. have you seen supply demands throughout your time? Like, has it been coming and going crazily? Oh, we get a fair bit. And it's there for a while. Interesting. So maybe you're the golden woolies. That's one people need to get to. Interesting. Uh, Joshua on 131060, you have a bit of an off-Broadway tip of where you've seen some caramel, Joshua. Uh, yes, mate. I actually went down to my local milk bar yesterday and I found some there. I think that might be the go-to, a little bit of a secret stash. Everyone's hitting the local and the big stores and we should mm. be hitting the little silent one. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So go to your local corner store. That might be the way to go. How are they getting their hands on it? It's a good point. If Coles and Woolies are burning through it, how is the little local milk bar mm. getting a whole shelf of it? Maybe it's like a conspiracy. They're paying off Cadbury to not give it to Coles and Woolies. So people go there instead. Good, great business strategy, if so. We have Sean. Can we go to Sean, yeah, Dunk, in well, Lilydale? This is breaking news. This has come through from Sean. Sean, um, are you aware of an issue with the supply of caramel? Yeah, yeah. Um, What's going on? So uh, when we first got caramel, we got it. We got it in droves. We got pallets of it, and uh, there were there were little rumors coming out that some plastic was actually found inside the caramel. Mm-hmm. Is this this yeah. year's run or last year's run? This year's run. Because I feel like that happened in the la- first run as well. Yeah, that was a new story like, back then. Yeah, it might be like a recurring thing. But uh, since that happens, uh, yeah, we've just stopped selling it. And um, well, I don't know if it's come from Cabri itself or the DC, mm. but when we scan the product, we don't have another delivery date. So I don't think you'll be seeing it anytime well, soon. That's, what? That's, a big, that's a big insight. When they scan the product, there's no renewal date, Dom. Mm. Do you trust Sean? Yeah, I do. He you was know, saying he was talking about Cabri or the DC. It sounded yeah. like... 
he knows what he's talking about. Didn't I have no idea what the DC is, but yep. it sounds like that's something that supermarkets would know about. When he yeah. said he scans it and the renewal date comes up, that's not something I knew about before. That's a weird thing for Sean to make up. My point is, though, you've seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. You know, is it Slughorn, Willy Wonka's competitor? Who's trying to is tear with slug him. horn? Is that not right? The slug something. Slug, slug worth, worth I think slug it is. Worth. I'm not sure. Something. I just remember slug. Yeah. The but point he is, turns out in the end that he actually works for Willy Wonka. Yeah, he's At the a double, start, he's you a double think agent. that he's against him. He is a double agent. Yeah. But I'm just saying, what if Sean is like works for Nestle or something? Double a agent. Yeah. And what he's trying to do, because he's seen yeah. the, the rush for caramel. So Sean goes. Mm. There's plastic in it. There's plastic in it. You know what a great Kit Kat's. <laughs> and they're bringing That's... out a Kit Kat caramel. Yeah. So short Sean's saying, there's plastic in it. You won't get it in any stores. Yeah. It's nowhere. They're not delivering it anymore. So you may as well move on. Mm. How good are Milky Bars? Also, do you want to sell me your golden ticket? <laughs> <laughs> Give you good cash for it. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I haven't used Twitter in close to three years. Mm. Yeah, no, it's been a long time. You had that one viral tweet. Yeah, and I retired after it. Yeah, exactly. About, it was like Christmas of 2015 or something. It was about um, Pringles. That's they, right. Their Christmas campaign. Yeah. And I got bored with it after that. It was amazing. Like, seriously, you got like 10,000 retweets or something absurd like that. Mm. It was really good. I was really annoyed because I've been on Twitter for years and I think six was my most retweets. You know, and what, some of those are my dual accounts. The point is, though, then you came in and wrote What's a, a dual account. Oh, you know. Oh, you have a number of fake accounts but, that you retweet things from. When you say fake accounts, it sounds like I'm hiding behind like a pseudonym to troll. You've people. got a few eggs, don't that. you? No, I don't have a few DPs that are eggs. <laughs> the point is uh, that that yes, you had this viral tweet, and since then you sort of haven't used Twitter in three years. That's why I was surprised mm. when I got a notification today to my email. Ding! You have a new follower. Someone, on Twitter. Someone's liking the content you're putting out there. And this never happens. Mm. So I was like, mm, okay, I'll check that. Yeah. I'm going to send you through a picture, Don. Sure. A screenshot I took this afternoon. What time did the person follow you? What time About midday. You tell me what you see. About midday. Okay. You have been followed. Oh, that's unbelievable. That's not possible. Host of Gardening Australia, Gold Logie nominee, and Logie recipient, Costa Georgiadis. And the TV Week Logie goes to... Ooh, who's it going to be? Costa Georgiadis. <laughs> yeah, this is a bit misleading. That wasn't for the Gold Logie. No, he won for Best Presenter. Most popular presenter. But when you say Gold Logie nominee and then you play that, it sounds a bit like you no, won the I gold. I said and Logie winner. Well, this is amazing. We've been talking his show, Gardening Australia. So it's... much. Finally, it's cutting through. Yeah. Does I he... actually honestly have no idea mm. why he's followed me. And I'm hoping it's because of Rain Gauge Check. <laughs> well, Instagram my new account. Instagram account where I check my Rain Gauge yeah. every day. Although it can't be, though, because that's on Instagram, not Twitter. I noticed that's still going over the weekend. I thought that might have been a one week. No, first, it's rocketing. But... Is it rocketing? Yeah, lots of people are <laughs> excited about it. Mm. Uh, I actually heard today from one of Raincheck, uh, I'll find out who it is, yeah. to give them a shout out. But they told me today was the first day mm. in Australian history there hasn't been rain in the country. Really? This is what I'm told. I haven't fact checked that. <laughs> well, you don't want to be putting out fake news as rain We could ask that on the phone. Because we go that. across the country. That... Did it rain where you are? <laughs> Give us a call on 131060 <laughs> if it rained where you are. That's a side note. Yeah, that's a side note. I At mean, the moment, we're trying to figure out how George, uh, how Costa found well, me and followed me. I've gone to Costa's Twitter page. Um, you might know this guy, by the way, from his beard. 
He's a gardening host on ABC who has a massive beard. Anyway, he only he's got like nearly fourteen thousand followers. He only follows five hundred people. It's an elite group. So it's not like top five hundred. It's not like when Kevin Rudd followed me, and oh. I, I was really excited, and then found out he followed about a million. And I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. I think Kevin Rudd actually follows. Question. At one stage, he was following more people than followed him. Was he following your main account or some of your <laughs> no. trolling ones? He's <laughs> following my main account. There we go. Kevin Rudd, 1.5 million followers, and he follows 409,000 people. So, that look, that's big news. That Could must be we, somehow. What I'm wondering, even though that it might not be, hmm. he might not follow uh, because of Rain Gage Check. Yeah. Could I get him on as an ambassador? Because now yep. I have a direct line to him on Twitter. I can reach out and say, hey, I'm doing yeah. this thing on Instagram that you've got to be very interested and in. And he tweets pretty regularly yeah. looking at this. We like, could get his thoughts on his favorite rain gauge because you know mine's the 150 mil stop. Holman wedge rain gauge. Stop trying to get the Holman sponsorship. I don't think this is a company that's going to engage a sponsorship with you. I think they are. I'm happy <laughs> yeah. to go exclusive. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Well, I don't know how you come across Costa's radar. That's amazing news for you. And I, I do agree that you need to take advantage of this. Mightn't be bad to put a tweet out every now and then, mm. now that you have Costa following. I mean, you could tweet for the first time could in three years. Could Gage check go to Twitter? <laughs> oh, no. Could it expand to other platforms? Oh, no. What, would it just be a tweet? How much mills today? How many okay. mills today? Well, stay by your phone, Costa, because I'm going to be <laughs> tweeting you soon, and we need a celebrity ambassador for Gage check. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I put up some Christmas lights over the weekend. I uh, thought I'd be well-received in my family home. You know, and be like, Dom, you're spreading the festive cheer. Thank you for spending a bunch of hours on your Saturday putting up Christmas lights. But that hasn't been what's happened. I've met family resistance, Zach. You are living at home with your yeah. parents' house. Well, it's, in your parents' house, not with your parents' house. Yeah. So mum and dad are there and also living in our house is my brother and his wife. Um, fun little. You, you could do a sitcom around the Faye family, I reckon. That could household. you? Oh, totally. Do you want to write it? No, thank you. <laughs> anyway, it'd be great. Um, the, the point is, Zach, I did put lights up because you've got to get into your lights early. If you want to have lights up, got to do it in November. Get them ready for December. My brother and his wife, however, they were interstate over the weekend. They're wedding photographers. They were shooting a wedding interstate and they get back, you know, back in town. They see that the lights have been put up and they're not happy. Well, now, did you consult the family? Oh yeah. Mum and dad, house, dad helped. Well? Dad helped me put them up. So do mum and dad get ruled? So what you do, don't, yeah. they don't have to consult your brother? I don't think they should. Yeah. I mean, who's going to complain about Christmas? If I wanted to plant a plant, I was going to be like, oi, don't plant that plant. Because usually your dad might say something like, mm. well, under my roof. Yeah, but sure. But in this instance, it's like, well, on my roof. <laughs> Quite literally, yeah. Well, dad and I put them up. Mum was really excited. I actually was looking forward to yesterday, them getting back. Hudson and Natasha getting back. And I'd say, oh, what's the applause going to be? Well, I thought they might be like, oh my gosh, it's gone festive. We're away. Who Amazing. owns the lights? Uh, it's a joint ownership between me and mum. So you purchase, or your mother? Mum and I have purchased Because your mum also co-owns all your Christmas villages. Yeah, yeah, she does. Mum and I go in on Christmas halves. Okay. And so, Um, but your dad helps, even though he doesn't own the lights. Yep. Yeah, But he co-owns the house with your mum. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure (laughs) out the deed here. Do you want a flow chart? I can put something together for you. I just, the responsibilities (laughs) are very interesting to me. Well, anyway. Why you take it on your responsibility to put the lights up. Yeah. But you have the same. I like to spread the festive cheer. You have the same rights to the house as your brother does, but he doesn't get a say in it. My passion. Anyway, Hudson says to me, he says, these lights are going to be a problem. And I said, what do you mean they're going to be a problem? And he's like, you've put them all around the front veranda, which is right outside my bedroom window. You know, Natasha and I go to bed early each night and you might not know this, but we like to sleep with the curtains open. 
because we actually wake up with the sun, which I did not know that was something they'd started doing. Mm. Who, do, who wakes up with the sun? Oh, I think that's a great idea. What do you mean? I think that would be really good for your sleep cycle. I was thinking the other day. Yeah, what? Well, because that's what you're meant to do, really. Artificial mm. light might not be that good for us. Anyone listening to this show has very little hope of that, including us, I think. <laughs> that's... I know, but I <laughs> dream for a better day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you, you, look, maybe you're right. But they have like a few windows in their bedroom. And yes, one of the main windows, if the curtains are open, you would see the Christmas lights where you're trying to go to sleep. And yes. Well, case closed. Christmas lights. You should take them down. No, that's not. I thought you'd take my side on this one. I know you don't like Christmas. Yes. Wait, wait, hang on. So they have a practical reason. They Mm. live in your house too. Yeah. They have just as much rights as you. You don't own the house. No. Right. And so you've put up bright lights outside their window (laughs) so that they can't sleep. And you think I'll be on your side? Well, they're, they're not directly outside, but they are adjacent to the window. And I... Shut the windows. No, shut the windows. They, how they like to wake set up. Set an alarm. Shut the window, set an alarm. No. How hard can it be? How hard is it for you to take down the lights? Who cares? Honestly, who cares? <laughs> The neighborhood. Do they? Yeah, it's festive Do cheer. they? Also, like, your sense of aesthetic. Sorry, mate, but... Oh, what? <laughs> well, it's not going to be symmetrical. They're going to be a little no, off no, kilter. No, 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 no. You are. Oh, you, but you're going to kick yourself when you see No, I've seen you put together year. PowerPoints. It's like a three-year-old <laughs> went nuts on a computer. <laughs> okay, well, this isn't a PowerPoint. He's a Christmas no, light. No, but it's a sense of aesthetic. Uh, yeah. I'm not normally that good, but I think I've done well this year. Yeah, I, I think know. I've done you well. always think you've done well. You thought you did well when you sent me through that PowerPoint. You <laughs> said that there'll be no problems with this. <laughs> All right. So what? You think I take him down? You think I go home after this and take him down? Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Put him up happening. somewhere else in the house. There's put not him on another spot. wall. No. No. Put him, on, put him on the trees on the front. It's perfect yeah. location for this. No, and it's not. It's the worst location. <laughs> it's waking someone up. It's on the front. Put them outside your window. Hey, happy to. Would okay. love it. Okay, do that then. I will. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you realise what you're saying. Then <laughs> I was saying I'll buy some more and put them outside my window. Christmas lights for everybody. <laughs> it's the tone of voice that confused me. <laughs> okay, I will. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Minion meme Monday. A bit of inspiration for your Monday evening. We invite a minion into studio to read minion memes. These are often found shared by baby boomers on Facebook. Mm. They'll have a minion from Despicable Me against either something inspirational, sometimes funny, sometimes a bit of both. Yeah, sometimes they're a bit dodgy. I did see a racist one earlier today. Oh, well, we would like to distance ourselves from that. Oh, the Minion has just joined us in the studio. Hello, Minion. Uh, that is not a officially endorsed Minion yeah. meme. Occasionally, you get bad eggs. Mm. They come along and they take our image and they write whatever they want next to it. Yeah. Okay. But, of course, if it's not funny mm. and it's not inspirational, it's not a Minion meme. Well, it, it's a common fact that Minions are the most inclusive and accepting species that's ever lived. So, you know. Yes, mm. we do love to laugh. Yeah, yeah, you do. You love a good laugh. So what, what are you going to bring us this week, Minion? Our first meme is from Money 
Uh, funny minion quotes and memes. This one has 26 likes, 5 comments, 300 shares. <laughs> These ratios continue to make no sense. Can't... I would like to thank my arms for always being by my side. My legs for always supporting me. And my fingers because I can always count on them. One from one, genuine laughs from Dom. <laughs> well, I just don't know why anybody decided to do that one. Bit of a light-hearted moment, mate. <laughs> it's a Monday. We need a bit of a funny. See, this is funny minion quotes and memes. Would you like to move into something a little deeper? <laughs> yeah, okay, we're, we're going to change pace, are we? 435 likes, 84 comments, 1,000 shares. Some people are just like trees. They take forever to grow up. Ooh. Yep, that's a deep one, isn't it? Very passive-aggressive. I find minion memes, and I don't know what your thoughts on this are, minion. They're getting more and more passive-aggressive. Basically, it's a way for people to comment on the people they don't like in their family or workplace or an ex-partner or something with a minion's face wearing goggles laughing about it. Some you know of I mean? the comments. That goes for a 50-year-old man I know. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. People are using... This is the modern way of communicating passive-aggressive anger in your relationships by using a minion meme. You go there in and you tag a friend and say, remind you of a certain ex you used to have with the eye roll emoji. The minions are the way we're now telling these stories. I don't know if I like it. Why not? What's wrong with the minions? <laughs> I just, it's just interesting that we've gone from, you know, Shakespeare writing about the quarrels oh, of Oh, again, you're well, going, this is the only comparison you can do. <laughs> you like to pretend yeah. when we read minion memes <laughs> yeah. that... You are this great consumer of art. I've never really read and a Shakespeare And all play. you can think about is Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm sick of Shakespeare. <laughs> if Shakespeare was around these days, he'd be communicating in many minutes. Mark my words. It's the medium of choice. Back then, they had plays. Okay, that's okay for the time. Do you think that's what he'd be doing these days? No. He'd be slapping some text on a minion meme and pumping them out. You reckon? Yes. Just yeah. as successful as well. Shakespeare would have the world's biggest meme page, minion mm -hmm. meme page. Mm -hmm. It would be off, wouldn't mm -hmm. it? Mm. Would a meme by any other author still be as deep? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's quite good. What's your last meme, Minion? And can I just ask, well, we've got a second. Why Why is the share ratio off? I don't know why this is. I don't know either. It's confusing. <laughs> it's really odd. Well, I'm putting it down to our main demographic, baby boomers. Mm. Definitely looking through the comments. Seems to be very represented in that demographic. So I think they like to share. They might forget to like. Yeah, okay. Because they're, they're putting together their own content feed, curating their own feed. Our last one. Bit of a lighter one. Oh, that's good. This is just from Minion Memes. Hi! Oh, it's important to note the Minion in this meme is holding a surfboard. <laughs> okay, great. I need a six-month vacation twice a year. Anyone else with me on this? <laughs> <laughs> That's the 
first time we've had a live rouse pre-being by Minion. Oh, what a treat. Oh, that's what we do when we're happy. <laughs> signature sound. Oh. Wow, I Can't mean, you relate? Is it? My oh. name is six months vacation twice a year. Hang on, but there's only 12 months. Oh, oh I just got it. <laughs> I want to be on a vacation all the time. Because who likes to work and earn a living? Nobody. Let's all holiday. That's the Minion way. Yeah. Do Minions work? Ooh, again, taking his high horse. What, you don't think riding memes is working? <laughs> That's a bit classist of you. <laughs> okay, Minion, well, I don't want to cause You wouldn't take a year-long holiday, Dom? No, I would. Yeah, of course you <laughs> would. The Minion memes never lie. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, Apple's... Streaming service launched over the weekend or just the other day. It's their version of Netflix, basically. Um, you've probably seen it hyped for a long time with this new Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell show called Morning Wars. I have seen around. one billboard. One billboard? There's yes. a heap of them around. Okay, well, I've seen one of them. Someone's driving with his eyes shut. Um, sure. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of hype around this show and around Apple kind of taking on Netflix head on head. However, this show is causing some confusion, Zach. I want to tell you what happened to her friend's dad who really wanted to get on board with this. Really wanted to start ch- watch it out because, you know, it's got some big stars. When you've got Carell, Witherspoon, Aniston, check it out. The problem is worldwide this show is called The Morning Show. If you watch it on Apple, it's called The Morning Show. In Australia, it got rebranded to Morning Wars. The reason being, there is currently a television show on Channel 7, I don't know if you know this, called The Morning Show. Sure. You've seen The Morning Show? Larry, with Larry Emder yeah. and Kylie Gillies. It's kind. Of, it's the show that follows Sunrise with Koshy in the mornings. So because that already exists, they had to rebrand it as Morning Wars in Australia. Anyway, my friend's dad did not know that The Morning Show existed and has just seen the trailers with The Morning Show. So my friend's dad sat down and watched over the weekend... <laughs> A 45-minute long episode of The Morning Show, Channel 7's show, on Channel 7's streaming app, thinking it was Apple's new major content, and was so confused. (laughs) He he was saying to my friend, he's like, I can't believe it was garbage. They didn't even get Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, or Reese Witherspoon in episode one. I think it was some meta sort of thing where it was like meant to look like a real TV show. And it took a long time to figure out he'd actually just sat down and watched the whole episode of The Morning Show. They have Australian accents and are talking about Australian things. Yeah, I think he thought that was part of the show. That's, that's clear what Apple's decided to do. Right. You know what I mean? They've gone really like they're, maybe they're doing a different one for every country. I don't know what his thinking was, but he watched them do their segments that they do in the morning show. Like, mm. you know, um, well, lots of infomercials. Of, yeah. A lot of infomercials. What's the best kids names this year? You'll have a panel, discuss a big topic, that sort of thing. He sat down and watched 45 minutes of it thinking this is what Apple has spent reportedly $300 well, well, million dollars making. I, uh, how, he would have had to go on the Channel 7 website. I think he typed in the morning show. Yeah, and he would not have had very, to go on the Channel 7 website. There would have been savvy. Channel 7 all over it. He's not super tech savvy. I yeah. think he just said, I should watch the morning show. Right. And so typed the morning show and clicked the link, ended up watching it. Either way, his review was not too bad but doesn't justify the $300 million price tag. Okay. That was his review of the morning show. Did he I, rate Larry and Well, Kylie? that's the funny thing is uh, we were joking about it on the weekend. My friend messaged me then this afternoon saying his dad taped the morning show this morning on Channel 7. He's quite a fan now. Okay, he's on board. <laughs> he's a ton to watch it. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's... <laughs> Pet name game. The game. Anyone with a pet can play. Give us a call on 131060. You tell us the name of your pet. From that information and that information alone, we can figure out what type of animal it is. See how we go tonight. We are in a bit of a rough patch here, Zach, so we need a big one. Kelly in Sydney, what's your pet's name? 
name's Squishy, guys. Squishy. Squishy. Anything's coming to mind for Squishy? What's a squishy animal? Uh, well, you shouldn't really squish any animal. You shouldn't squish any animals. Is Squishy, is that a, it's like a name of something from The Simpsons or something? Scratchy? Some kind of, no, 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 no. I could be wrong. Stampy? I'm, I'm not is sure the elephant. No. Who is the um, lobster? Pinchy. Pinchy. Okay. Um, none of those. Um, okay. Squishy. Uh, my first thought was jellyfish. Yeah. But Can I you... don't think Kelly has a jellyfish. Oh, Squishy was the slurpy drink Jack Jr. is telling us. Our producer. Interesting. In The Simpsons. So could it be something to do with that? Maybe the colour of the drink? I'm really lost on this one. Mm. That's on you. I'm I sorry. I tap it out. is a guinea pig, Kelly. Um, do you want the answer? Yeah, is it a guinea pig? <laughs> it is not a guinea pig. It is a 30-year-old tortoise. Tortoise. 30? 30-year-old. Mm. That shouldn't be a surprise to you. You thought they lived for 2,000 <laughs> years. <laughs> I did once. But I'm just, <laughs> have you had it from when it was born, Kelly? Um, so I haven't had it. It's actually my boyfriend's um, pet who he's had it. His big brother had him since he was very small. They thought he was just a normal little turtle, but mm. turns out the pet store was uh, incorrect and he is now a very, very large <laughs> uh, lettuce crunching, tomato squishing, squishy. <laughs> Interesting. Well, sort of fun, isn't it, though? Like, you know how so many people have to, you know, so many pets, you only get 10, 15 years max out of them. Mm. Just go get a tortoise. You'll have it your whole life. Mm. There's no tortoise parks you can take it to, though. Well, that, that you know, is There's hard. no off-leash tortoise parks. That's Although, true. you don't really need a fenced area, do you? Because they move so <laughs> slowly. They're not going to run away. <laughs> don't leave the gate open for your tortoise. Uh, Peter in Wodonga, what's your pet's name? How are you, mate? Come well, Peter. What's your pet's name? H. As in the letter H. Yep. Uh, Did you ever get yelled at idea. by a teacher for how you pronounced H? Is it because it's H, right? No, I there's no know. heart. There's no hat. The letter isn't in it. So is that it? I don't know. That's what I thought it was. It's always it's one of H or H is really incorrect, and primary school teachers hate it. I just don't remember think, which is I which. I don't think it's meant to be have the ha sound. H or H? I'll just Google it. Um, it also, might depend on the country. You know, cause yeah, there we go. You're right. H. It's H, not H. There you go. Yeah. Because you know how Americans say Z instead of Z. No, they say Z instead of Z. Other way around. Yeah. Very confusing for me because my name has a Z in it. That's true. But then I learnt from Sesame Street. No. Like, what am I meant to do here? That's why they need an Australian version. Anyway, what do you reckon? Play school, that is. <laughs> yeah, that's very I true. reckon H is an animal that starts with H. 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 Um, a hairy horse. dog. Okay, hairy dog, not horse. All right. Okay, we'll go horse. Peter, is H a horse? Nope. What's H? H is a three-year-old purebred German shepherd. Oh, Tom, you should have gone with me. Yeah, you went the safe That's option. That's a hairy dog. Yeah, but you, dog is the safe bet. Yeah. When you say dog, you're just going for a point. Yeah. Well, that's the name of the game. That's what we're trying to do. We're we're all trying to act like that. I mean, they're all points. If it was a horse, it would be one point. If it's a dog, it's one point. 
That's true. That's true. But, but you want to show off a little bit. No, I'm just you saying. Want you want to shoot fireworks if you do no the re- job. You had no reason to suggest that H was a dog. So you're like, oh, yeah. So, mm. hey, Zach just did the bike jump. Everyone watch me do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it while fire twirling <laughs> and up. doing a balloon animal. Look, we've got Kirsty in Port Macquarie. This is our last chance for a point this weekend. Kirsty, what's your pet's name? It's Gumboots. Gumboots. Okay, I'm thinking an animal that either sometimes crawls into gumboots. Yeah. Or an animal that yeah, looks good. like it has gumboots. How about, have you seen those pictures online of a mm. pig wearing gumboots? I have not. Like a piglet. No. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. A pig in gumboots? Yeah. Are you, really? Yeah, you can Google it if you want. Tell me what comes up when pig you search pig in, in gumboots. gumboots. Are you seeing any cute photos? There we go. I've got pigs in gumboots. There's more than one picture. There's actually a lot of pictures of pigs in gumboots. You it could be a pig? It could be a pig. I mean, I don't see any reason. And also, I, I sort of think, you know, you give novelty names like that to pigs. Is that guess flamboyant enough for you? Yeah, that's a pretty flamboyant guess. It's pretty that's, exciting. That's out there enough, not like the cat or the dog that you criticise me for Do you know for the first guessing? time we played this game two years ago? Yeah. We were like, we're going to work together. This were is we? us on the same page. To it? Yeah, no, I remember it. I remember the night. You know, I journal our show. Mm. And you and I were like, we're in this together. The two best friends, guessing pet names. Kirsty. Is it yes. a pig? No. What is it? It's cat. Oh, okay. See, this is what happens when Dom criticizes my mm. pedestrian guesses. <laughs> yeah, it ends up being that sort of animal. See, I it's, could have got dog yeah. if I had just stayed with the simple guesses. I could have got cat. It's always... And you're there throwing horse into the mix. Yeah, I'm sorry. The farmyard's um, putting me off. It's also like really exaggerates the underwhelming awkwardness of the segment when the music runs out. Because there's that fun music that goes under it. It goes for five and a half minutes. So that means we've been talking a fair while for that to have run out. And now we're just here with no music underneath us. Would you like to apologize? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we need to issue an apology. For the past five minutes of radio? No, not the whole part. What? Just the parts you played. (laughs) (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We've been hit up in the DMs on Collective Noun's Instagram today, not once but twice, Dom, Mm -hmm. with a similar message. This came from both Catherine and I believe uh, I.B. Husey. It's not the... Famous Husey, I don't think. <laughs> I think this is another Husey. A different Husey. Possibly a relation. Right. I'm okay. not sure. Well, I mean, if two people are messaging us about the same thing, hmm. that must mean, because we don't get two messages in most days. So two messages about the same thing in a day. What's going on? Hey, lads, enjoy the show. I can't remember if Dom ever got to experience the magic of the El Maco Zach once loved, but it's making a return this year alongside some retro toys and mozzarella sticks. November 27th. Shh. Okay. I just realized I probably shouldn't have given out their, their names. <laughs> Oops. Um, well, there's two. these people are revealing. They're clearly Macca's employees. Well, Dom, we don't know that. <laughs> they could we be. don't know where they work and how no. they came across this information. No, no, no. But the El Maco is coming back at the end of this month. Really? This Isn't is your favourite burger? crazy? The greatest Whoa. burger that has ever existed. However, last time it was here, yeah. I wasn't a vegetarian, and I now I am you. a vegetarian, uh, and so I can't enough? participate in the El Maco. Well, that's the question I need to ask. Is this enough to get you off the three-vegetarian well, wagon? Well, <laughs> yeah. Hungry Jack's just released a vegetarian burger. 
Mm. Could McDonald's do a vegetarian El Maco? Well, you loved the El Maco so much. You've spoken about it for as long as I've known you. Yeah, I once saw an ad on TV and left I, my house to go get it. I think this would be, if this doesn't get you back from vegetarianism, mm. I don't think anything ever will. Yeah. This is the, the This last. is the final hurdle after three years of warming up to it. Can I resist the El Maco? Well, <laughs> we'll find out soon. <laughs> That's all the time we have this evening. If you missed anything from the show, download the Hit app to get the podcast or just search for Collective Down on iTunes. We'll be back tonight from 11. Tom and Ollie up next. See ya, bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy. Every single one of us can have a life of greatness. Join me, Sarah Grimberg, as the world's most inspiring minds explain how. Listen for free to a life of greatness at podcastone.com.au or search Apple Podcasts. Podcast One.